Hey mama, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel guilty, prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe, and I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I put my dreams on the shelf where they collected dust for years. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. And I desperately wanted to find a way to create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. In order to realize finish line goals, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. I am so glad that you chose to come listen today. A couple weeks ago, I had my friend Jen Wynott on the podcast and we talked about how she broke barriers with a 50-mile race. So cool. Her first big ultra race and she talked a little bit about why she needed to break her routine uh, in regards to especially running and why it was good for her and what she learned through it. And it's interesting because I've been reflecting on that as well. And in the past couple of weeks, I actually have broken my morning routine and it actually was good for me. So I thought it would be fun to share a little bit about why breaking routine could be good for you, especially for all of you, um, I don't know, routine-based moms, type A moms, planning moms, time-blocking moms, I don't know, whatever. I understand you, I get you, because I am that person. I actually have to be pretty rigid with my schedule in order to get everyone where they need to go, to get school done for the day, to get dinner on the table, and to be able to do my work. So I get it. But for a while there, a really long while actually, I was setting my alarm for 5 a.m. so I could get up before everyone else and start my rigid morning routine. I could tell you all about my day routine, and I think I might actually, but in my morning routine, I would do my quiet time in the Word. I would journal. Sometimes I'd read. Then I'd work on my podcast or write until around 6.30 a.m. when I did a short strength workout before my morning run, and I did most of those things before everyone woke up, and So you kind of ask, well, why 5 a.m.? Well, that is why. It was quiet in my house. And activities start at 7 a.m. when my oldest son goes to gymnastics. So we are up and my kids are early birds too. They're up and at them pretty early. So if I wanted to get my time in, it had to be then. And if I missed a day because I was tired or whatever else was going on, I felt very unaccomplished and unproductive. 
For all you goal-setting mamas out there, you know what I'm talking about. That early morning time really was the main chunk of my day that I could dedicate to my writing or my business or whatever it was that I was doing. And if I didn't get it in, it probably wasn't happening through the day. But, but, however, rather, I don't know, all the things, routines can become stale. They can, especially if they're rigid. If they're as rigid as mine was, I've been going from 5 a.m. straight through the day without breaks or downtime to break anything up. Like, I burned out hard. And when I say I've been going through the day, I think I'm going to share with you what my schedule looks like. Now, this one would be my schedule during the school year because I think I'm a little bit more scheduled then than I am in the summer. But I had no white space in my schedule. And I know some of you mamas are like this too. I even didn't eat lunch. Like I would forget to eat lunch because of how packed it was. So here's my, and I couldn't just say, okay, I'm going to time block here. I'm going to do my morning routine for this amount of time. And then whatever I do in there, and then I'm going to do my work schedule in about this amount of time. I had to schedule it. Like it looked like a hot mess. And here's what it was. Wake up at 5 a.m., 5.15 was my quiet time, 5.45 I would journal, 6 a.m. I would write, 6.45 was strength, 7.15 I would get Gavin, my littlest, ready for school because he goes to the local charter school. So we'd eat, he'd eat breakfast, I'd pack his lunch, we'd read together. Then at 7.45 I'd walk him to school, I would run from there. So at 8 I would run, at 9 I had to pick up Ethan from gymnastics, 9.30 I'd shower and get ready. 10 o'clock is starting work. And then again, like I said, I'll forget to eat lunch because I only had until 1.30 before I had to bring Ethan back to gymnastics. And then I would stay there and work until 2.30 because I had to pick up Gavin from school at 3. At 3.30, I would work some more if needed. Hopefully not because my goal was to spend time with him, but I'd usually have work left to do, so I'd work. And then 5 o'clock, I'd start dinner, hopefully. Hopefully I had taken out the things I needed from the freezer, so the thaw or whatever, because if I didn't, then I'm like, okay, it's leftover day. But um, six-ish, we will eat. And then 6.30 is Wheel of Fortune, because I kind of have to get that in. I love watching it. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Actually, I haven't been doing that as much lately. But, and then at seven, I would hope to be able to wind down with the family, maybe, maybe do some more work if I had to. And then around nine o'clock is essentially bedtime. So The only white space, quote unquote, that I have or had was between 7 and 9 p.m. before I went to bed. So I was going from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. without stopping. Like, I'm not kidding. I wouldn't even take five minutes to sit on the couch. And that doesn't include now when Gavin has wrestling. It doesn't include Micah's activities. I mean, those aren't in there either. So it's just like, I was going, going, going like the Energizer buddy, but with nowhere going, I wasn't going anywhere, right? And I just burnt out. And I know you probably feel that way sometimes too with your schedule. As women with multiple rolls up our sleeves, we need a routine to get all the things done, but it can be detrimental at times too. It can become too much of a habit where we just check off the boxes and do it without intention, you know? Okay. Did my quiet time, check. Oh, I did my writing, check. Oh, I took the dog out, check. I did, I made everyone's lunches, check. But it can keep us from trying something new or setting a new goal if we are too rigid with our routines. And because I burned out hard, I decided to break my early morning routine. I mean, some of the things I can't break because I have to get kids places, right? But I decided to break it. 
Uh, also, here's a little side note. We got a cute little puppy, which I didn't plan on doing ever again. Um, our last one was 13 when she passed, and that was before we moved to Colorado. So I had said, our schedule's too packed. We can't have another puppy. Like, just can't do it. And then we watched one of my friend's puppies for a week. Well, not really a puppy because he's older, a, a sweet lab that just sits around and it's super calm. And we all fell in love and wanted a puppy. And now that we're in a house with a fence and, um, you know, we have people who would maybe watch the dog for us and we can watch their dog for them and stuff like that. We thought, okay, well, we could look into it, but we don't do things slow around here. So from the time we talked about it to actually getting a dog, it was about a week, maybe two. It was probably two weeks by the time we got the dog. Like, what? But the boys love him. He is good. He's a little naughty sometimes, but you know. Um, his name is Rocky, and he is an Australian Kelpie. So he has a ton of energy, but I say he has two dials. He's either crazy or he's calm, and there's nothing in between. So we are training him and working on him, but I'm hoping he's going to be a good little running dog for me. But anyway, that might have just slowed me down too, but I am still getting up at 5 a.m. because he gets up to go to the bathroom and then he wants to play. And I'm like, I don't want to play. But I decided I didn't want to have that rigid routine. But does that mean that I don't do all the things that I did list above, like my quiet time and journaling and writing and working out and things that I do in my morning routine? It doesn't mean that. What it means now is that I'm just listening to my body and working to know my limits. So I'm actually no longer setting my alarm in the morning. I do have to set it on Wednesdays because I start work at 5.30. But other than that, I just get up when I wake up, which is actually around 5 or 5.30 in the morning, most mornings. I don't really sleep in. That's just my my circadian clock. Like I am more of a let's go to bed early, get up early. And, but it feels good to not have an alarm waking me up. So when I get up, I'll cozy up on the couch for my quiet time. Um, or I will read or I will journal. I just kind of chill and figure out what I want to do. And usually Rocky wants to play. So I'm kind of like, okay, I guess I'll play with you. And I'm, you know, outside trying to get him to play and not nip at me. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes I do have the motivation to get some writing done. But I have learned that I just set aside a day a month, like a Saturday, to do my podcasting and writing and things like that. And that's worked well for me right now because then I know I can get it in and I don't have to worry about it during the week if I'm not doing it. I don't feel like I'm not productive or something like that. Um, sometimes I work out. Sometimes I get to work early. Sometimes I just read a book with my littlest. Sometimes I do nothing. Oh, and sometimes I just lay in bed for an additional hour or two just because I'm annoyed I can't sleep in because I just don't I wake up I mean honestly I wake up between 4 30 and 5 30 almost every day and then I have to decide am I going back to sleep and getting and then that's gonna make me tired all day or am I just gonna get up so I usually just get up but now I'm getting up with the motivation to just be and just see what should I do this morning so my goal now in the mornings is to start my day slow but fulfilled so that I can have the energy to accomplish the rest of my responsibilities throughout the day. And you know what? This routine probably will change in the future. And I'm going to have to be okay with that. I'm letting go of that control on something that I can. 
and going to embrace just a slow morning and letting God take the lead and saying, what, what do you have for me today? Right? And when I get that quiet time, when I get that white space to do that, it makes the day so much better. And so this is the reason I wanted to share this with you. It wasn't really a planned podcast episode, but as I was writing this down, I was like, wow, this was actually a huge lesson I needed to learn. And I know that somebody out there needs to hear this too. So you mama, if you have such a rigid routine in some way, but you can change it so that it doesn't have to be so rigid or so that you can create that white space so you don't burn out. Mama, we don't, you don't got time to burn out, right? You are responsible for a lot of things and your health matters too. You need to be prepared and ready for the day and what it brings because it always brings something new. You never know know what's going to happen. So what I challenge you with, what I want to ask you today is, is there a routine in your life that has become too rigid and it's not really accomplishing what it once was? Because sometimes our routines accomplish what they need to, right? They, they help us to form the habits that we need. They help us to go after the goals that we're going after. But if we're using them as a checklist or if they're burning us out, they're not doing what they once were. So if that's you, if there is a routine in your life that has become too rigid for you and it's not accomplishing anything, is it? it's time to look at it and see how you can change it up and get out of that rut that could be actually holding you back because that's what ruts do. A routine that's just checklist mentality, a routine that's not accomplishing anything is a rut. So... I encourage you today, look at that, change it up, change up the routine if you need to and listen to your body, find some white space and listen to it so that you can have the energy to be that mama that you need to be, to be that wife that you need to be, to be that worker that you need to be, to be the Uber driver you need to be, you know, in every season, we need to look at our routines and go, what's working, what's not. What's working can stay. What's not needs to go. We need to change it up. And that's what I want you to think about this week. All right, mama. I have enjoyed my time with you today. I hope this has helped you to think about if there's any routines in your life that you need to break. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.